You're listening to the Sportsman's Empire Podcast Network brought to you by Full Sneak Gear. Check out their entire lineup at fullsneakgear.com. Also be sure to check out our entire stable of podcasts at sportsmansempire.com. You're listening to the Sportsman's Empire Podcast Network brought to you by Full Sneak Gear. Check out their entire lineup at fullsneakgear.com. Also be sure to check out our entire stable of podcasts at sportsmansempire.com. Interstate Batteries offers a wide variety of batteries for your everyday needs. Stop into one of their thousands of retail locations and talk with a battery specialist about batteries for your truck, trail cameras, and even those weird batteries for your rangefinder. Interstate Batteries even offers cell phone repair in certain locations. For more information, visit interstatebatteries.com. Interstate Batteries, outrageously dependable. Welcome to the Michigan Wild Podcast. We're just here walking around. We're going to go set a tree stand. Don't worry, my dad's weird. He never shot a huge buck. I just shot a freaking big buck. Get that one. Oh, you hit him. Go get that one, Henry. Right here. What's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of Michigan Wild. Hopefully you have enjoyed a wonderful Thanksgiving week and got to spend some uh, good quality time with the family, eating some good food, doing all those wonderful things, and hopefully got to spend some time outside. I know I got to do that with my family uh, and got a pretty sweet podcast in the pipeline coming up. Yes, HD shot his first buck. So that is a podcast we're going to be recording here very soon with him. He's super excited about the whole entire thing and Man, it's tough to beat that, uh, that feeling to get as a parent, you know, continue the generation, uh, the next generation, get out there and enjoy the outside. And he's, he's hooked on it, man. He, he loved it. Did awesome. Got to do that with, uh, me and Ashley in the blind with him. So yeah, another Roosevelt, uh, that's a natural born killer, I think for that. So yeah, we're, uh, we had a great, you know, holiday week, holiday weekend. We're wrapping it up here pretty quick, but, um. Yeah, this uh, this episode is going to be one I did with Shane, and he, you know, it's a little different, a little little uh, different podcast that's dropping. We uh, talk about uh, steelhead fishing. He's a big time, uh, you know, steelhead guy. He's been doing that for a handful of years, and when I'm out there chasing, you know, whitetail and, you know, sitting in a tree stand for hours on end, he's out there, you know, in his boat or, you know, wading through the river trying to catch a steelhead. So I'm such a rookie when it comes to some of that stuff, and, you know, I kind of made that pretty clear to a lot of different people and through the podcast last few times i've done some you know fishing podcasts but i'm really intrigued by it and i love talking to someone who i love talking to anyone who's passionate about the outdoors and whatever that may be you know whatever game they're they're chasing but yeah sitting down with him and having a really good conversation about how he attacks you know rivers and how he does these things and um 
it's yeah I, I smiled through most of it just hearing how passionate he was about it and you know there's a lot of um i think like a lot of things you know when you see the instagram or you know facebook posts about a guy holding the buck or holding you know holding the big fish you know sometimes it's like man that's that's so awesome and you might not really realize what it takes to to get to that position and then the more i've you know do this kind of a thing with the family and you know have successful hunts and all these things you kind of realize how much effort and time and you know resources got to kind of get uh get allocated for that to be successful year in and year out and i've been very blessed to have you know the job i have and the family i have to be able to do this so hopefully if you guys can take anything out of it that fishing is another wonderful thing you can get after and you know enjoy here in michigan we have a lot of a lot of cool rivers and waters and all that kind of stuff to do so if you uh if you uh, want to, you know, learn more and do that kind of thing, we kind of talk about like, you know, cause I'm in that process of not knowing anything. So I think it's just kind of, you gotta get some seat time in and maybe, you know, you know, you kind of can reach out to some friends and there's a lot of people out there that really want to help, uh, you know, people get, do well and be successful. But at the end of the day, you gotta, you kind of gotta figure some stuff out yourself. I mean, they can point in the right direction, but to have that sustained success, it doesn't just happen overnight. And, uh, kind of want to roll that into like the the whitetail uh world right now too because uh we're kind of winding down you know the some of the better days are kind of behind us you know through archery season or through gun season um and then yeah we have you know i have a couple podcasts lined up want to kind of go over you know the last few weeks of uh of the year and kind of you know converge into this late season i've had some great hunts uh late season still so you guys aren't you guys aren't out of the out of the um the woods yeah the game's not over yet you know you could still you know tag a deer or you know maybe shoot a target buck or anything like that but that kind of wraps back into what i was just talking about that you have to have some seat time in you have to understand what deer are doing you know have the right properties for these things and you know it's never a bad bad move to go scout i mean you might have to burn some hunts just to go walk around and figure some things out and if it doesn't help you maybe for this season it'll help you for next season or you know Two years from now, and the crop rotation is the same. I mean, all these things are going into it. But I think just get out there, put some seat time in, either sitting in a spot on destination food source, maybe, or you know, walking around, seeing what you can learn. So make sure you guys take advantage of the you know the next month that we have of season. I'm hoping for me. I mean, I don't have any buck tags, but I'm hoping to shoot a couple more does. Uh, you know, that's kind of my not like a, a high priority, but I just try to try to have a, you know, do my part and shoot, you know, a handful of does every year. The couple opportunities I have had with a gun in my hand, you know, just that was with Henry waiting for him to shoot a buck. So I didn't really get the right, the right shot at a doe. Um, I've been out a couple of times, but they're either the doe is pretty little, you know, same size as the fawn or whatever it may be. So I'm kind of waiting, waiting for that right size, that right size deer to shoot. And I uh, kind of tried to take the approach. I don't know who it was. I listened to something one time. It might have been like Wayne Sutton that has that thing up in Turtle Creek up north. They have a they have a managed area, and he talks about like doesn't matter time of year if they see a doe that's over three and a half years old, they shoot it. So I always try to target those does, and I have a handful of them, I believe, every year that I can kind of go after. But man, they're hard to see consistently. So, but late seasons are usually a good time for me to shoot a few. So hoping to be able to get that opportunity but yeah hopefully you guys enjoyed this this episode like i said it's a little different talking about fishing but you can you'll be able to tell the passion that shane has for doing what he does and uh yeah i've i'll probably drop in the um the show notes like his instagram page 
So if you guys have any questions for him, I mean, he's a super cool dude and he, he's more than willing to, you know, give anyone kind of advice. And I'm sure if you want to ask some basics of him, he was more than happy to help with that. So give his page a follow. He's got some sweet pictures of some fish he's caught. And yeah, like another thing intrigues me with these river fish, man, they're just pretty. They're just a really cool fish. They all seem like they're a little different. So, but yeah, if you need something to me, if you're too uh, depressed in the whitetail woods, you can go you know go do some wading in the river hop on a boat and have fun doing that this uh this winter so thanks guys appreciate all the support have a good rest of your week All right, welcome to another episode of Michigan Wild. I have Shane Rodenberg, correct? Did I say that right? Shane Rodenberg. You got it. Perfect. So this is going to be wrong. It's I have Roosevelt, so I feel you. You know, (laughs) (laughs) but so no, we're uh, this is going to be a little different episode. We uh, we're going to be talking about fishing in November and October, and uh, this is the guy. So hey, why don't you uh, just kind of give us a little you know update like who you are how old you are you know you live in the greater grand rapids area just kind of break down what why and then kind of like why do you like fishing so much to yeah. get into no that. definitely yeah so uh you know like you said my name is shane rodenberg um i'm originally from kent city um i'm i live out here in muskegon now and uh you know the i don't know so i, I grew up wrestling man and when you're wrestling you know you got your your you're just you're everything so your schedule you know you're down down to the t on everything and for me with steelhead fishing i mean that's that's how it is and even not so much the salmon but definitely the steelhead you know i mean there's days you go out and you'll you know hook 20 30 fish there seems like three in every single color in the book you know spawn bead jig and then like it's been lately it seems like you know uh they don't want to eat anything spawn big bead but so yeah i mean just another another thing that helps fill you you like it because it's very like you you know talk about wrestling i guess kind of your backstory with that like wrestling is a lifestyle oh 100 like, percent. so like that like, steelhead fishing to a t man yes in my yes, opinion in, yes. in my opinion that steelhead fishing to a t i mean anybody can can go out and, and steelhead fish but man I'm, i mean i'm not the greatest fisherman in the world by any means i'm not saying that but I just I, I feel like I'm I'm above you know above the average just well you know, you're yeah more. you're striving to do it at a high level like no, you're putting in the effort to do it at a high level like I 100%. that's kind of how I tack whitetail honey like I know I'm not the greatest but I put in a, a, enough effort to be good you know like right no the effort know, in for it so that's man that's what I you know I got a I got an app on my phone it's got you know all all the rivers I fish are, are marked in my favorites with with the flow charts so you know I'm like today it's been raining I've First thing I did six o'clock this morning, open up my phone. I'm looking at what river I'm, you know, I'm looking at fishing here in the future. Yep. What we're getting, you know, because everything's been so low. Yep. So anytime we get like lately, it's been anytime we get any little bit of rain, freaking fishing, you get a little bit, you know, a split second of time there where fishing's going to be hot and then drops back off. No, okay. So, kind of, you know, so yeah. I do want to kind of. T- so you wrestled in college too, right? Yeah, did I, I did. I so did, yeah. So how in the world did you find time to do anything? 
when you're being a, in wrestling in college and i mean because because wrestling season is like full swing like right now like oh, that's yeah. when Co- tournaments college are going is, uh... and then college is like an all-year thing so like did you have time really in college to do some of these things or uh, um... how did you make it work well, I'll tell you, I wrestled Division Two, so you get a little bit more time than you would being like you know on the D in the yeah. D one circuit. But I mean, it was tough to have have you know have time to really do anything. But we, you you find a way. You know yeah. how it is. when you when you you know when you're addicted to something. You know, mm-hmm. I went where I went to school. We didn't have um, we didn't have steelhead, so I was more of we had they had mule deer though. So I kind oh, okay. of I, I went from whitetail hunting to mule deer hunting, and that was a whole freaking dude I, thing man and well i like i like this because even so a lot of people talk about how you know they go to college or they have like a sports you know schedule whatever so a lot of these guys they don't really get back into the outdoors until you know they graduate college right dude when i was in college and when i was playing football in high school all these sports dude i still was in the woods you know oh. like and they did not yes. stop me granted i me maybe too. didn't go as much as i wanted but I didn't, I wasn't afraid to hop in the truck and drive, you know, hour to go do something oh, or longer, I'm, you know, hey, I made time, you know, cause it, like I'm you said, right. you're, it's a passion you're addicted to it. So, you we, know, uh, I was that kind of stuff where I was at, man. I mean, I was in, I was in a great, great area in terms of the outdoors. I mean, we had cutthroat trout, you know, a bunch of little, little trout creeks, trout streams. We had mule deer, pronghorn, whitetail deer. There's elk. Oh man freaking you know bighorn sheep and i think there's only i think they do a tag i want to say they do a bighorn sheep hunt but it's like a lottery tag it's an expensive yeah. tag it's an expensive tag to draw you know but so we did and you know we did yeah i just every and it was another weird thing man is we had you know 25 30 guys on the team maybe two or three of them didn't hunt or fish you know so it was some that kind of everybody you know and everyone yeah yep. definitely you know we'd Sweet. be out freaking state park shooting clay pigeons you know living life man i love it man and it literally like yeah living life i mean we freaking class practice and then hunting fishing shooting yep ranching (laughs) love it love it It so now were you a big were you a big river fisher before college or did you start this Uh, when you're younger or actually when did you kind of start doing that i wasn't like i mean we did it when I was in high school and younger, I was more, I, I mean, I, I hunted and I fished, but definitely not, you know, to this degree. I more more fished for bass, and then, like, my dad had buddies that steelhead fish. They'd take us out for salmon yep. and stuff, and then my grandpa's best friend ran a charter for years out of Pent Water. We did that, but I didn't get really big into the river fishing until after, once okay. I got, and I did, you know, a little bit of fly fishing out Wyoming yeah. and stuff, but yeah that definitely once i got home is when it kind of literally took over so how long has this taken over your life for how many years would you say then i'm going on year year four of nice bad i mean i i i'd I'd have to say i spend i mean i'm on the i'm on the water three to five days a week oh man (laughs) i would say three to five days a week that's awesome and it may just be two or three hours after work or something yeah either way that's well, yeah, I know guys. I know guys like coworkers. You know, I'm in the construction field, so some of the guys they'll go quick hit a hole or whatever before work in the morning. Oh, absolutely. You know, they're doing stuff like that, so that works really well for them. And uh, you know, that's what's kind of cool. But I think that's kind of like the allure to fishing for people because they're like, man, I can I can go in 30 minutes, just like be really successful or have oh, really absolutely. good opportunities. Now, 
we kind of did have a little backstory for this that you talked about how like one year with deer hunting you know you kind of had you put all this time in one year <laughs> nothing to show for it the following year you sit for three hours and shoot a sweet buck you know? oh, absolutely. so i mean it does happen at whitetail hunting but i think those opportunities are much more few and far between compared to like whipping a line out in the water and you could you know you right. could hit you could hit granted you still have to there is a point with like me as a rookie who could go out and do it and get completely lucky and have no idea what's going on Right. when guys like you, who, you know, have mass, not mastered it, but like have a really good understanding of how to do it. You put yourself in a much higher odds to be successful for that hour or that two hours. So, so now I mean, you're, you're, I mean, like just through seeing on Instagram, I mean, I'm worried about shooting deer in October, November, and here you are. Uh, you're catching some sweet fish, dude. Like they're, oh, they're pretty. And they seem, aren't yeah, they, they seem they're big. Pretty. Yeah, color on them. So, what are some of the things you like? I guess we can kind of like, you know, go through your October or whatever this fall fishing. What have you been kind of catching? Um. Well, I would say so. I had I was kind of busy this like September, August, kind of into the king run. So I didn't get out and do much salmon fishing with. Salmon in the river, I mean, they're they're overrated. They're nasty. They're they're ugly. I'm in it for the the yeah. That's when they look like half dead or whatever. Yeah, you know, I'm yeah. in it for the enjoyment, and they're they're fun to catch. But you know, with the salmon comes the crowds, and then it's just and usually doesn't doesn't bring out the best of crowd. Not saying that all all salmon fishermen yeah. are, but for the most part, every place you know everywhere is well, packed. You're not no matter them. what. If you get a bigger the bigger group of hunters you have in a in a group, there's going to be a few few bad ones you know oh yeah the more you have there's you know that doesn't necessarily mean everyone's gonna be bad i mean there's i know a lot more good hunters than i know bad hunters yeah if you pool a whole bunch of people on one piece of you know property that's gonna <laughs> yeah that one guy seems real bad no, <laughs> for a long you're, time so you're 100 right yeah and like you're I, 100% right. and i have i've only ever fished the river on a dam when i was like 12 years old my uncle and there was so many dudes out there oh yeah and yelling and cussing it's 1 a.m oh, yeah. you know doing that, that i was way. like i don't know what i'm doing like, uh tony fellows he was calling it combat fish fishing or something oh, I think it, is what he called it's it. combat fishing man 100 yeah, he knows so, yeah he fishes all those big spots he knows yeah about yeah you yeah, know that's so, what it is, man. so you kind of didn't really get into the salmon so then what would what i guess like i'm super novice at this so salmon run you kind of missed out on so what were you kind of well, targeting then when you i when started you well after that i mean i go i mean i pretty much fish for steelhead 365 days a year spring summer winter fall you get the king there's just so many darn kings around when they're in it's like you might as well fish for them because you're gonna catch them yep so but i i switched because in with kings you know you're running bigger stuff 14 16 millimeter beads big old globs of eggs you know 15 pound liters whereas with steelhead you know you're down into you know your eight 10 millimeter beads 12s you know 10 pound liters six pound for real clear water you know and, and it's all just a smaller setup so for me, you know, come middle of September, I'm putting the salmon rods away and I you get out my float, you know, my center pin rod and it's mm -hmm. all in the white. And you hook a lot of salmon, you lose a lot, you know, you lose a lot of salmon. But we caught, I caught my earliest, I caught a fall, a fall run. Now there's a difference between a scam, a summer run fish and a fall run fish. I don't know what much of the difference is other than I know, you know, they're different, different fish. The scams tend to run a little bit more on the skinnier side. They're not you know the fall fish they got shoulders to them yeah hams are more of like a tube sock you know yeah they look like a, a western like every time you see people catching fish in the western rivers you know they're skinny and long that's oh, yeah. kind of what they look like 
right. compared to like yeah, like Barry Sanders shoulders. No, definitely, you know? <laughs> definitely catch those. So I, I hooked my first one middle of September, and once I hooked that, it was yeah, um, steel steelhead started. Nice. And then so it it started out slow, and then you know it it picks up, and it's just sporadic because you know a lot of people think that these fish are just around all the time. They're that's not the case. They're migrating. They're coming into the river. You know, fall fish typically are chasing salmon, eating salmon eggs, and just bulking up. And then a lot of these fish will hold over in the winter, and then spawn in the spring. Ah. Uh. So, so is that consistent year to year? Or is there just too much water difference to like really have like a history of like the same general area? You know, like <laughs> is it like this time of year every year you can have your hot spots, or is those spots constantly like revolving? That, yeah, it's uh, you know every every day is different. Every, every day, day gotcha. Is, yeah, every you know the, today there today there's a tree, you know that that oh yeah sitting right under, and tomorrow that tree could be gone. Yeah, that's a good point. So that kind of oh, keeps it exciting then oh because you yeah, never that's, know that's and that's the thing too is like I, I i have people hit you know message me on instagram and they're like you know i'm not catching any fish am i in the right area and i tell them all the time yeah you're in the right area are there fish there right now yep. it's hard to, it's hard to say you you'll, know you'll catch them if they're there but if they're not there good luck <laughs> yeah and, and you know and that's the thing too it's is, simple but like that's the truth it is, right? and it is too you know i mean you see what we're using we're using you know just a tiny little bead yeah they crush it man sometimes better than spawn okay so and i i mean i fished i pre, I pretty much fish primarily beads i run a jig from time to time and this year is the first year that i really started running spawn and i, I just i don't know i i still i'm not convinced i think i think of beads all you really need i do yeah. it's yeah. cheap it's cheap it's easy you don't have to kill any fish i mean i don't i don't care if people harvest i don't i don't eat the fish so i have no yeah. reason to keep the fish so you don't gotta you know clean fish and like i said cheap well it's just kind of like it's like for me like i when i catch fish i don't do it to eat them you know like i now when i shoot a deer i would like to eat the deer right. someone i know is going to eat that deer yeah that's a little different but like then i choose to sh- you know i choose to hunt a deer a certain way or you know like if that's the preference you know you as an angler me as a hunter you kind of have to figure out what you like and man, I really like killing deer with a bow and I like killing <laughs> with a gun. So, you know, it's kind of no, like, absolutely. that's kind of the thing. So I, I can see how fishing is uh, kind of has that art to it, you know, and doing that. So like when you say a bead, like you can fish that off a boat, you can fish that you're like wading yep. out there. Like, what do you, what do you like to do? Do you like to go on a boat more often? Or are you wading uh, rivers or what are you kind of doing? Well, I mean, I, I personally, I have a Saturn raft. It's like basically a drift boat and I've honestly, I've done, you know, I've done an all pretty much all of my fishing on the bank, but I, 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 pre- I would prefer if I had it my way, I'd be in the boat every day, mm-hmm. of course. But yep. I mean, you know, there's, there's something I, there's something that I really do like about, you know, throwing on the waders and hiking the freaking miles in and, and it's just, it's fun. You know, it's yeah. a little, little bit of hiking, a little bit of fishing and you're just being, you know, in the outdoors, it's cheaper than driving the boat around too, you know? Yeah. Well, and it makes that fish. Uh, so I had, I said this on a podcast earlier, but like I, I was hunting in Illinois and I was walking all over 80 degrees, <laughs> you know, and a buck came by one night and I just told myself, I was like, he is, I haven't walked enough miles to shoot him yet. You know, cause I think there's like some of that, you know, the effort put in, you oh, know, absolutely. That, that makes no matter what that fish is, it just feels that much better. It could be one of the 100%. smaller fish you probably caught, but 100%. maybe it's the colors, right. Or, man, I walked way back in here and caught this fish and I'm by myself and all those things. Just Those are all the things that's so hard to explain to people who don't, you know, have, haven't been brought up in it or haven't experienced Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Like, this is completely different than like, 
um, let's see, like, you know, you're playing pickup basketball with your buddies. Great time. Love doing it. You're oh, having absolutely. a good time. But, like, everyone has seen a layup go in or a three-point <laughs> shot go in. I mean, that's pretty simple. But not many of them know what it's like to go wade through a river, find right. this little hole, and then you catch this fish that looks different than any fish you caught that right. day. Right. Or, no, you know, absolutely. they are similar, but there's different coloring. And, nope, yeah, then that, just that moment, you know. No fish, just different... no fish is exactly the same, no matter yeah. what. Every yeah. single fish you catch is going to – you know, a bass – a bass is a bass. I yeah. can't tell a freaking bass apart for the most part. But when, it, you know, any trout, brown trout, brook trout, steelhead, you know, they've all got, you know, they say it's like a, a trout's uh, spot pattern is like your fingerprint. You know, no one's, okay. no one's the same. Yeah, that's why I think, oh. I, that's why I think I'm always drawn to like, yeah, catching a, seeing a buddy with a, a giant bass is like, dude, that's awesome. But oh, then I yeah. see like some of these pictures, like not only is the fish different, but like the water is different. You know, the rocks that are in there or whatever right. the setting is. It's just always, it's just cool. Right. That's why I don't like turkeys as much. I don't think because like a turkey's <laughs> a turkey to me, you know. See, so, I love turkey hunt. Turkey hunt's cool, I but love turkey hunt. I mean, a turkey's a turkey, you know. <laughs> like, that's no, you know what's funny is freaking, <laughs> I told my wife, for one of, we hadn't been together for that long. We still live in our apartment and COVID hit. We went and her family has some uh, cabin and some property down in Cassopolis. We went down there and spent a week and I was turkey on and I, and her mom was just talking, oh yeah, there's so many turkeys out there. I literally told him, I was like, yeah, turkeys are dumb. This will be over pretty darn quick. <laughs> no, I spent all freaking week, man. Didn't even get a bird. <laughs> yeah. Made you, but, yeah. but that's how that goes. Though. It's fun well, though. It's, it's a good mm-hmm. time. So, okay, so let's see. You like to use your boat. You you like to use beads. You're more of like, you like doing the tactful fishing kind of sounds like lighter poundage, you know, a little more yeah. finesse going on. That's And I'm sure when you hook into a steelhead with that lighter setup, it's a whole nother experience. Oh, Real yeah. in compared to like well, a salmon and, setup. And I use a center pin too, which is, it's uh, it's no drag. So it's one to one. To one. I mean, you're, oh you, yeah. When that fish, you know, that when that fish goes, if you're, if you don't give He's not going, you know what I mean? So it, yeah. it makes it a little bit, and it's, it's a little bit of a learning curve, but if, if you can, if you understand, you know, float fishing, it's, it's pretty easy to, it'll, like I said, it'll take you, it took me, I caught, I started using the center pin and I, it, I think I caught my first fish within a week. And then it just, and then like anything, you know, once you learn it, you, you never forget it. That's cool. So, so, Okay. I, this is just popped in my head. How often you you fish? You know, three to five days a week here on the water. Let's say not, not, it's but not every week. But that's like a really good yeah. week. Like that yeah. would be a busy week. Of the like in that week, are you hitting like three to five different spots, or are you kind of doing the same spot? Will you give it a couple of days? Because like for me, like I'm I'm thinking in my head, if I'm gonna bow hunt like three days in a week or gun hunt, like gun hunting, I'll probably I I'll volume sit a little more with a gun because I have a bigger range. But if I bow hunt. Like if I hunted three days in a week, the chance of me being the same tree would be pretty slim. I mean, right. might do it, but I, I kind of bounce. I like bouncing around. Right. Is that kind of how fishing is in the river too? Like you kind of like go into it like, all right, I'm going to try, like, here's my week. I know I can, you know, fish Monday, Wednesday, Thursday. The weather's like this. So I'm, I'm tacking this spot Wednesday. We might have some rain coming in. So I kind of like, you like, is that how broken down you guys get these rivers? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, like, yeah. Come, you know, just like you're talking, I mean, each section of rivers got you know different different rocks different water levels to it so yeah i mean just just like anything you get some rain all oh, this hole is going to fish real good because it's finally got you know got some water got some depth and in the with the water level always constantly coming up and down some of these holes you're fishing are four foot well when you got foot less of water it's only three foot fish aren't going to sit there 
Mm. So, yeah, I mean, a little, but for the most part, I mean, I've got spots that I'll fish no matter what. They're just, they just hold fish. But, yeah, I mean, it can it can get down to to that that detailed. That's, see, that's say. the problem, man. Like, for me, like, I like the detail of it. So, like, <laughs> to try to do this whitetail thing at, like, a high level and then, like, I <laughs> rabbit hunt, too. Like, I don't rabbit hunt, like, at an extremely high level, but we try to go, like, once a weekend during season. Right. Like, I like feel like I'm like my brain's like maxed out, you know, like kind of a thing. <laughs> but then I know like if I go to this fishing thing, like and, I, and my wife will like it or Henry like it, it's kind of one of those things like, dude, this is the whole. I'm going to like restructure how I, you know, do things because I like to do things that like I don't need to be amazing at it, but like I want to put forth. It's the same thing I use for golf. Like, okay, right. I sucked at golf. Like I was terrible <laughs> at golf. Maybe once a year at a, at a scramble or something. And in 18 holes, you might use like two of my drives and maybe one of my putts. Otherwise, right. the rest of them, not a chance. Well, I kind of got sick of that. So then I was like, you know, I'm going to be a little bit, I want to be a little more competitive here. So then right. I put some effort into it. And I, so like, then I was like going to the driving range and like doing these things, like trying to go over and beyond. Then I, my game was getting better and I liked it. It was nice. But then when I was doing that in the summertime, I wouldn't be scouting as much for whitetails. So it's kind of like I kind of <laughs> had to find that had medium. Well, this year, my golf game was terrible, you know, but, so it's like, right. you know, you're just, it's this kind of constant, constantly this like balancing act to like what I want to do. And man, every time I talk to someone like about fishing in a river and seeing that, like we, first of all, we have lots of rivers around and like oh, bodies of water yeah. to do this in. So I'm like, man, time, dude, West that'd Michigan, be so much fun. Steelhead, steelhead trout salmon guy, West Michigan is the place to be. Yeah, you don't have to go like I go out of state to go chase big whitetails when I, you know, people come to Michigan. Oh, people rivers. come to Michigan for some steelhead and salmon, man. Crazy. Oh so. yeah, you know when it's so crazy is I've met, man, some of my best friends I've met just in the last couple of years since I've started. I got friends from New York, friends from Ohio, you know, planning trips to come and and, and do. It's it's crazy, it's crazy what it does. Cause you know, Ohio, Pennsylvania, New York, they all have they all have steelhead and stuff too. Cause you know they're all connected to yeah. the Great Lakes there. But for whatever reason, man, people come to Michigan. Like it. So okay, so right now it's November twenty first. Did you fish today? I did. I well, did fish. Today. All right. Well, let's get a little. Let's get an update. Well, how'd your Whoa. how's your day today? slow was it uh yeah well yesterday we hooked hooked fish yesterday uh i fished yesterday same spot i fished today hooked fish yesterday didn't hook fish today gotcha what'd you hook oh. yesterday did you nice big one and it was one of them freaking things man when you're fishing a bead so the bead you know you peg the bead to, to keep the peg on the line well when the fish eats the bead and you set the hook a lot of times that bead will pull down to the hook and a lot of, you know, the biggest complaint on bead fishing is then, you know, that that bead is in the side of the mouth, kind of like a pivot point. So when that yep. fish is sitting there head shaking, boom, you're popping your hook. And that's exactly what happened yesterday. Oh, man. <laughs> and it's, it's it, I don't know. And it, it doesn't happen every time. It's just one of them things, you know. But like I said, I just, you know, I, I'd rather fish a bead. I, I'm fishing 99% of the time I'm fishing a bead over anything. So that's why you probably like it because it's not a guarantee, you know, oh, there, yeah. well, there is like that. Fight is, that fish right. Yes, you, know? you can't horse yes. that fish. Every head shake is important. That's why I like bow hunting so much because even though that deer's in range, there is so many things that could go wrong that, that will, I will not kill that deer. So when it does finally right. happen, I'm like, 
Whoa, you know, it's just this oh, emotional yeah. roller coaster. And you're like, oh, oh my yeah. gosh, I can't believe it worked. And that's kind of how that, I mean, you're setting yourself now. Okay. Like I'm not trying to be anti-crossbow, but if I have a deer, you know, 30 yards and in, I feel like a crossbow would be like shooting a deer with my rifle at a hundred yards, like guarantee, hey, you know, that's how I feel. Same page. But now when I pull my bow back and compound, like there's a lot more, I just, it's not that, okay. I could care less. Kill your deer, kill your deer. Like we we got tags, we got kill no, deer, Michigan, all that. But like for me, I like having like everything. It's not gonna. It's not a guarantee. I mean, even right. a crossbow is not a guarantee. It's just a much more of a guarantee. It's so yeah, it's you know. Definitely. So like for me, like pulling that, I have to pull that bow back. I have to make sure I anchor. I have to do everything right. Make sure the deer's in the right position. I have to aim. You know, all these things. So when I when I miss or if I hit a branch, I don't see <laughs> or anything like that. It's like you know, you're like, oh my gosh. So then when everything happens perfect, it's just like yes, and that's. You know, fishing with like a you know the kind of equipment you use, yeah. You like you just said that beak and hook. You know, guys say that's what happens. The hook gets popped. Oh, out. absolutely. So when you do get that beautiful fish that comes up, you're like, oh gosh, everything came together. I love it. <laughs> well, that's like that's the thing too is that you know people that are getting into it, there's something that people don't think about is you know when you're running like a jig with a wax worm or a night crawler piece of shrimp, whatever you know, eggs, whatever your bait is, they're biting the bait. They're putting the hook in their mouth, whereas with the bead. They're not biting the hook. You know, mm-hmm. that bead is two, three inches from the hook. They're biting the bead and you're sliding that hook and, you know, pulling that hook basically into their mouth. Yep. There's a technique to it so, for sure. There is. And, and, and it's freaking. And I mean, I, I, I fish with, you know, some seasoned vets, some guides, you know, uh, Justin, the owner of Blue Bead Company, a good friend of mine. I fish with him a lot. And even, you know, even he has his days. So, I mean, it's yep. just one of them things, man. <laughs> so, Okay, so how so what are you what are you kind of doing? Like, is this gonna be something you're gonna fish until there's ice on the river, right? Like you oh, guys are out there. Oh yeah, year round. I mean, you we didn't get even what two years ago, I don't think any river. I mean, even like shoot, last year we were fishing, I mean, freaking four or five foot out, not gonna say which river, but there was an ice shell <laughs> that freaking stuck out. And I'm not even kidding you, we were you know, a foot from the end, you know, we're using long, you know, eleven foot, eleven yeah. and twelve foot rods. So what you know we walk out on the ice shelf drop the bait really? or drop the feet swear catch a seal one of the That's better days so we had crazy. in the winter one of really? the better days i never we had, thought that God. okay so God. when you're doing that okay they so sit like, under those ice shelves yes that's what i was just they gonna ask for those chill shelves. there and then the water because that's where the currents last yes, i guess right because it's a barrier yep. yeah okay and then you can just ah oh yeah that's cool that's yeah, super man. cool so what do you do it's from fun. like a gear perspective then like i mean you can't fish for i mean i guess I mean, I work outside in the wintertime, so I mean, I could be out there all day, but I'm moving a lot, but I'm not like in water and doing all right. this kind of stuff. What? So, I mean, obviously there's probably like, you have like certain gear for certain times of the year. Like, are you wearing waders and like just oh, a yeah. jacket and just ripping or like, how the heck yeah, do you guys I do mean, this in the wintertime? Like, I'm just thinking frozen people... water and catching fish. <laughs> it seems like a recipe for my fingers to freeze up. Oh, that's, that's the, you know, the main, the biggest reason I can't get my wife to steal that fish more is the the, the freaking cold and but that you know and, and some of the best some of the best steelhead fishing that i and i i'm i'm fairly new to this full-on you know steelhead addiction yeah. but some of the best days i've had are freaking 10 degree winter days man middle of dead of january and just, but yeah i just you know i wear waders and i just i don't even i don't wear i don't wear neoprene waders i just i got a nice you know a nice pair of sims waders and i just layer layer, layer you know a couple pairs of wool socks and then that's another reason I uh, another reason I bought the raft. A lot of the stuff that I fish, anyways, is drift you know drift boat water, yep. float boat. So it's like, man, 
screw the standing in the water because yeah that was my yes i do it but it does it gets cold it sucks yeah i mean dude just crossing like i have to cross water in some of my spots that i bow hunt in if it's like 40 degrees and i'm like just in that water for a little bit it's like my toes are like freezing (laughs) oh yeah so like so when you're in your boat uh you still talk about drift boat like you do you do you anchor or like Yep. When you get to your hole, so you can actually just fish alongside your boat or in it, depending on where yeah. you're at. No, so then you can kind of have like a you can have like some gloves or like a change of stuff. Cause like I'm just envisioning like I would be two miles away from something and freaking tip over in the water and be like oh, well, miserable. I mean, that's you know? always hey, that's that is always that is always possible. Yeah. That's all you always run that risk. And you know, it's just one of them things. That's the one thing I haven't done in knock on wood is be in the middle you know halfway oh, through gosh. my flow and end up in the darn water dude you're bringing up a bad memory for me so <laughs> oh, i uh so i kind of duck hunt and uh you know chase geese when they're in fields i got permission to hunt you know depending on when the corn comes down but we i actually leased like a, a property oh shoot where was it it was off 31 north it was like is it white lake no i can't remember the name of it it was north of apple avenue but anyways it was up that way and it was a cool spot like it was a big wet area there was ducks all over the place. So we paid some money. It was really cheap. I want to say we each paid like a hundred bucks. We had it for like the, the, the duck season or whatever. Nice. So it was, it was great. We thought, and uh, <laughs> we didn't have a boat, nothing. We all had waders and like, we had like, we had went there before we leased it. And you know, you could walk around the water. It was like around your knee high, you right. know, good to go. Like this thing looks, it's awesome looking. So we hunted the one morning and then we just weren't set up that good. So like all the duck, we shot maybe a couple, but most of the ducks were like on the other side of this. So me and my buddy were like, dude, let's just sneak over there. There's like all this like cover. We'll sneak up on them and we'll hunt in the afternoon over there. Uh, well, we're going and I'm, you know, 240 pounds. He's like <laughs> 160 and he, I'm following him. And we hit the spot and I have like the Cabela's, you know, waders with the, oh, with yeah. the bullets on the top. So like, it's pretty high up in my chest. Right. I dude, I hit a spot and I just started sinking, like sinking. Really? Yeah, and it was freaking me out. Like <laughs> I went down, I was like, my buddy's Kevin. And I was like, dude, Kevin, I'm sinking bad. And he like turns around, looks at me, and I'm like going down. And like I'm trying to walk, and I every time I take a step, I just keep sinking. I try to turn around, but like at, at that point, I was too committed. So thank goodness he was little enough. I was able to like grab his shoulders and push myself down. I like sunk him <laughs> and then I got myself up and I was able to take a step back, but I was like an inch away from the top of my waders. Went nice. from like waist to thigh to like that. And dude, I was just and I pushed, mud, huh? dude, his mud like hit a soft spot. So I when I pushed him down, he I had to like pull him back out of it. Like that was that. <laughs> I was like, dude, I almost killed you. I almost died that I almost killed you. But you know, yeah, crazy, so, dude, the... what a scary that was. I think that's one of the most scariest moments I've ever had hunting. Oh, yeah. Was that. Like Kyle Talon, that don't bother me none. You know, like hearing coyotes rip off or, you know, climbing in a tree, walking around in the dark. Like that stuff doesn't really freak me out. But man, that time with those waders on, I just was like, dude, I'm going to die right here. Like I don't know oh. why, but oh. So well, scary. you know, too, like that mud, man, it works. It's like a suction because yeah. you get that on the side of the river sometimes, you you know, you'll take a step and you'll sink into your knee. It's not as, it's not so. So stinking easy to pull your leg out of that, you know. Mm-hmm. And then, like mm-hmm. you said, your waders start filling up with water. Yeah, I was yeah. like, I don't, I didn't have a knife on me, so I was like, I couldn't. Like, it's not like I was gonna cut myself out of that. You know, <laughs> right. it was just. I just remember that. I remember the the funny thing was, I think he took a picture. I don't know if we did or not, but the where the shell holder was on the waders 
there was water up to the brass really? on that shell thing. So like that's how far I was like, oh my god. You were right. I was right there. there. I was at I was right fully there. that's for sure. <laughs> nice. But so yeah, so you got man, dude, that's kind of cool. So you you hit it pretty hard like all fall then. Like oh, this yeah. is kind of your thing you can do and have fun. And then now when you go so when's your so you sounds like you said that some of your favorite times to do this is when it's really cold out. But like winter, if you were like is my favorite time winter, that was my question. Winter is your favorite. Yep. And I, I don't know for for me, it's a little bit, you know, because steelhead and just trout in general, they can sit in so you know, so many, so many different they sit in so many different types of water. In my, you know, in my experience, I'm you know, some people say different but to me i mean you know they could be sitting behind a rock they could be sitting under a log jam they could be sitting in literally just a little rapid there's just so many different things whereas in the winter time you know the water is real cold so they're kind of sitting more in the deeper slower moving water mm. somewhere it's easier for them to to eat and that's the thing too is like with the in my opinion with winter fishing <clears throat> it can be harder because they're not they're not as active if that makes sense not as aggressive they're not going to exert as much where they can you know whereas like a fall fish they're coming up they it's warm warm water 50 degrees outside that you know they got all the energy in the world whereas in the winter time you know like i said it's cold so they don't want to use up burnt they want to burn as little energy as possible yep. i guess you could say that's the same as like late season deer hunting you know like you're either the deer you could have deer all over your property from you know september to late november and then once we get all the snow and the cold weather hits they're they're not there anymore because right. they've moved to a thermal cover or where the food is like so if you don't know like that you're at the mercy of your property to that point if you're a private land hunter but right if you're going public land hunting it's kind of the same thing you might you might not find them but if you find the deer i've seen some of the most the, my best deer sightings have happened in like december because you're oh, yeah. just on the right spot, you know, and like it, it depends on the year, you know, same thing with you talking about how cold it ends up getting, but that kind of makes sense. So like, so you're probably like, if I know if I put the work in, I can find where these pockets are. I'm going to oh, have real 100%. good fishing opposed to like, you know, when they're more active and chaos and going around, you can kind of like run into them a little bit easier. So you kind of have to just go and find them. Exactly. Well, and that's like with this, with, you know, every, pretty much every river in the state has been fairly low we haven't got we haven't had a lot of rain this year and so i know like there's some some rivers that aren't fishing the greatest but i've got a a buddy that was just up on a river a pretty famous river that's been just slow and he freaking he hiked hiked in what do you say like four or five miles was started on public land ended up getting into the water because he got into to private and was fishing in the water and he said he hit with like two hours left before you know, the sun came down, he just found a little pocket and was like, oh, this looks like there could be, you know, fish in it. Hook 13 fish in two hours. <laughs> so it's just one of them things. It, yeah. could, it, it could turn on like that, man. You could fish all day and not hook anything. And it could be the last hole or or the last, you know, little, little rock or, you know, log jam. And you could throw in there and it could be loaded and they could all just be munching. <sighs> That's just like, I'm getting fired up just hearing well, that you know like that's like, what's fun about it like go find it go do it and you can be rewarded for that when you like, hook a when you hook a steelhead i'm telling you there's it's it's nothing it's not like fighting any even a salmon steelhead fight harder than salmon in my opinion Steel, yeah. salmon are just huge the, yeah the, salmon are just the, big fish steelhead <laughs> are they're acrobatic they're fast they're in my opinion one of the pound for pound hardest fighting fish 
freshwater fish. Well, yeah. they're saltwater fish, technically. Yeah, say they're saltwater. But, yeah. Jeez, that's so cool. All right, so I got to ask you a question. I'm looking on your Instagram right now. Yeah. The last fish you posted on there. When was this? Oh, I'm I'm back. Where was it? Right here. When was the last fish you posted on there? Or where did you post the last fish you caught? Uh downtown Grand Rapids. Actually. Yeah, that's what my question was. The concrete jungle you labeled. Oh yeah. That okay, that was what I wanted to bring up because I think a the lot of jungle? people who yeah, a lot of people know uh about that spot because it's right off Everybody the highway everyone knows, knows. About that spot. so that was that Everybody. so you do fish there that was because i have another buddy that oh, yeah. you know that fishes that too and he catches fish so why in the world is that spot so good like why is there fish there why i mean i don't get it like why why is it such a hot spot well they can't really jump the dam okay so they gotta they gotta all work through that ladder there and you know there could be I, I'm, I'm not sure of the numbers it seems like hundreds of thousands of fish down there at times man i've been down there 20 freaking boats and everybody's hooking 20 30 fish Jeez. everybody boats people on the bank yeah but I've, you know i've been down there 20 boats and nobody's hooking anything always catch okay so it's just one of them things you know they and and again it all depends on on weather water water temperature what you know and and you so know, how the, how often will you pushing. like so a spot like that do you kind of like have like a network of buddies and it's like hey they're here get over here let's fish okay i usually do yeah i've got my buddy uh dave thomas he's on the line guide service he's down he's pretty much down there every day he pretty gotcha. much runs i would say 99 percent of his trips are right there at sixth street so and then, i mean i've got buddies that are just they work second shift or third shift so they fish it in the morning and then they'll let you know, oh, hey, we hooked 13 fish. Get over so, there. Yeah, that'll, you know, kind so of determine it. That's like a whole different type of fishing because like it's a said, whole concrete different type jungle. Of like it's a whole different type of fishing. Yeah, but it's still fun because I guess the expectations are high, right? Because you're like, well, that could be thing, fish. If, like, if you, if, if, you, if, if it was like, say, fishing like the PM at times or, or like a more scenic river where you're going to be there all day and you're only going to hook five fish. I'd never fish there. Yeah. I would never fish there. It's, I mean, there's something cool about being in, in the city and catching these freaking crazy fish. But at the same time, it is freaking downtown Grand Rapids. Yeah. And it sucks. It takes a little <laughs> bit of the, yes, exactly. <laughs> but I mean, like I said, the fish are there and I like catching the fish. So Okay. So that, so that, so that, okay. The fish ladder, I knew about that. So like just the reason why it's good is because they can stockpile the fish kind of back up in there yeah and it's, it takes and it's some, really takes wide it's and really well, wide too right there's a lot of space there oh, for yeah. the fish to be in so i think it gives oh, an opportunity for a lot like of I'm, deep pockets too yes that a lot was of my deep pockets okay have you ever seen a crazy thing happen with people on that dam like boat get tipped or pulled I've, in or i've never like personally that? seen it but i've seen a video like just Dude. within the last couple of years of that happening. yeah i saw that too and i was like what in the world is yeah. going on I yeah. get, and then I see people out there doing it. And I'm like, there's no way I'd want to be near that. Like, you know, there was, I, I personally don't get in that river if it's over like 3,200 on the flow chart. But I mean, it's, it was that last, well, Wednesday we were down there. It was at like 4,200 and there was freaking people in that thing. <laughs> it's, it's just one of, it's so, I mean, there's so many variables when you're walking in the river and there's rocks. You know, there could be some moss on a rock. Okay, yeah, you've stepped on this rock a hundred times. Well, now there's a slippery yeah. layer of moss over top of it or 
oh, this guy snapped off a hundred foot of braid in this running across the river, stuck in, you know, and there's just yep. too, too many variables. And that's what one of them rivers too, you don't, that's not a river you want to play with. It's, it's big, no. it's fast. If you go down, Dude, anyone who doesn't know what I'm talking about, I'm sure you can find it on YouTube. But this boat oh, gets just like, oh, I don't even. It was so scary. I was like, oh, I yeah. cannot believe they got out of that. I see it a couple times. I see it a few times circulating on Facebook yeah. every year. But it's one of them things, man. Just to remind you that it, it is dangerous. It's not something to take lightly. You know, no, like gotta be careful. <laughs> so, and, and but you know, I, I there's guys down there. I see guys all the time wading into the dam and hooking fish, fighting fish, landing them, and they do it all the time. Yeah, so, I think it's no know. big deal. And uh, just I like to stay on the wall. I got a drop net. I that was okay. That was my next wall. thing I wanted to go into. You have a net. I've seen guys use those nets or pictures. Yeah, of they're them. hard to use by yourself. Yeah, that was my next thing. How do you do that? Like, you need a buddy to do that. It's a or lot can easier. Can you do it yourself? You can do it by yourself. It's a lot easier with a buddy. And a lot of times, too, is you like, you know, people get this thing in their mind because they see, you know, a lot of people on Facebook are just, honestly just dicks you know if you're down there and you don't you know you need help netting a fish people are going to help you net your darn fish gotcha but if you're down there by yourself a little bit tougher i usually i should have known to just tie it around you know you can tie it around the the, the, railing. Or the, the railing there but i'm an idiot and i like to hold it in my freaking teeth and just <laughs> kind of lower it down it's yeah it's a pain in the ass yeah but, you just need some video and you do on that yeah well that's what i think is that was the thing is i got I had a buddy down there and I was just telling him, was it Sunday? We were out, was out there on a boat Sunday and he had some clients and I was like, dude, the least you could have done is freaking motored over and netted that fish for me. <laughs> just watch me look just like a watch you struggle. Yeah. With a 20 foot <laughs> freaking rope. Oh man. Dropping it down, you know, that's a great, so I'm assuming that what I wanted to bring it up was like, if, if I were like, I'm going to go fish, like, that would be one of the spots I'd be like, Hey, I know there's fish here because people fish it all the time. So oh, yeah. I'm sure there's a lot of beginners and newbies oh, yeah. fish there. So I kind of wanted to, you know, you've, you've been doing this for four years. Like you said, granted, there's guys who've done it much longer, but you've, you've gone hard for four years. So I feel like you have quite a, some good experience and you're relatively, you know, you remember what it was like to not have experience. Oh, so, yeah. you know, what would you, what would you say for like a beginner guy? Um, like, would you recommend them going to a place like that where they're, you know, their fish could be stocked up or would you recommend them trying to like go to a more or less busy place or well, I guess what kind of words of wisdom would you give a new guy well, to, like, on finding the spot? It, I mean, it, it just depends, man. I mean, if, if you, if you're staying out of the, well, the downtown Grand Rapids, there's places you don't have to get in the water and you can catch fish. So for me, downtown is, I mean, it's downtown is the simplest way to catch a fish half ounce weight. 15 gram bobber and a bead so i send everybody that's new to it downtown but there's there's other places you know if you're not into the crowds there's plenty of other rivers and it's all just but you know there again there's different different ways that you can fish these things you know and so some rivers are more technical so it's just yeah the grand downtown grand rapids is the and maybe allegan dam Croton Dam too are yep. all ways where you can run a more of a simple setup and, and mm-hmm. slam fish. Like, I mean, like I said, downtown, you know, Grand Rapids, it's I'll even run high, you know, high vis, bright green line, you know, down just to means- a you know, just a half ounce weight. Uh what are they called? Inline weights. It's got the swivel, the weighted swivels, you know. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a three foot leader with two beads on it, and then that's it. That's real real easy. 
and then that kind of gives a, a newbie like or like i'm talking about myself here like if i go do that i can i can you know understand how to use the pole or oh, how to yeah. set hooks like all the basic Definitely. things i kind of get like worked out and i can watch a lot of guys do it so like well, i learn from watching so like i can be like hey that dude knows what he's doing what the heck's oh, he doing i can just kind of sit back and watch because i mean that's that's how I learned a lot of things I've learned is either watching through videos or watching, you know, watching guys shoot, like going to an archery shop and watching a dude pick up any bow on the shelf. He works there. He can shoot any bow. Great. You know? So it's like stare at that dude and watch what he does. It's right. like, Oh, he grips a bow like this every time. Oh, right. it doesn't matter what draw length or what brace height or what axle axle the dude shooting money, you know? <laughs> so it's like, so I, that's how I like it. So like, for me, I'm always like, man, I could just go there and, even if I didn't even really cast or try to catch fish, I could just watch guys do it. Right. You could probably pick up so many things and oh, yeah, absolutely. do that. And, or be the guy that, you know, is like standing by close and like, Hey, you want me to hold your, hold this while you drop this 20 foot net down there? You know, like, <laughs> right. the, I guess it's high risk, high reward. The dude could either pissed at you or you could be a savior. Well, that's but, the thing. You know, <laughs> that is the crazy. That is the thing with it, man. And it, I don't know why some people are just freaking dicks, you know, arrogance. Mm. Arrogance is a freaking thing that, and it's terrible, terrible with steelhead fishermen. Well, yeah, I mean, all of them, not all of them, not, obviously, but, but there's I, a handful. I, I think it, it doesn't matter. I mean, there's any kind of competitive nature for anything. Guys are, I mean, I can just think of people in my head for hunting, you know, and fishing, and you know, any kind of sports. You know, they just, you know, we all chasing this high or whatever you right. want to call it, you know, and. I get a kick out of I can get that same high watching my good buddies smoke a rabbit that's running by. Oh yeah. And or I can, you know, Absolutely. and I still enjoy it. But some people only get that feeling if they're the one doing it. Absolutely. You know, so I think that's kind of like and that's and that could just be the journey they're in or how they're you know, raised. There's so many variables, but when you find a group of like someone who gets it, there's definitely a big difference. Like right. For me, you know, I freaking I went when I when I the first year that I did it, I man, I went such a long time. Never even hooking them. Fishing with my buddy Conrad, he's hooking them left and right. And I'm having a great freaking time just netting these things, you know? So mm-hmm. it's like, for me, I like watching people catch them just as much as I like catch. I like looking at the darn fish. It's just so, they're just so darn pretty. That's they so are, cool. you know, they're beautiful fish. All right, so what was your best day fishing this year? Like, let's say, like, from, I guess, this fishing season. So when that would start, I guess this let's fall, see. let's just say. Fall, Best winter. day I've had a uh, landed fish I've put was was ten in the boat. Nice. So that would have been second second or third week of October, I think it was. And then I mean we've had I've had a couple days with some buddies where we've hooked thirty. You know, so yeah, I mean that's a good but, day. You know, yeah, that's a well, that's three people. Thirty. So fish, what is the okay? So I hear this like. Okay, so you land in 10 fish, you know, that's a great, that was your best day, oh, which best seems day. to me that's like one of the best days. That's one of the best days I've ever had in my life. And that was this year. Sweet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sweet. So what is like the average? So like if you were to say, if I hook 10 fish, how many do you land on the average? One. Okay, really? I would say for me, for me personally, like it depends. Uh, I would say probably one out of, I would say probably one out of every five. One out of five for me. Yeah, it seems it seems like. But I mean, 
I have streaks where I hope dude, I never knew that in a row. I never knew that about river fishing. Oh, yeah. I was like, I hear you guys talking about it. I was like, what do you what I don't understand? Because well, I hook some and, I, and they're like excited. And I was like, I, okay, what why are you oh, only yeah. hooking them? Well, then I realized that these fish are not like a bluegill or a bass oh, no. where you can motor them to the boat. You know, yeah. you can pull them through weeds <laughs> pretty easy. Well, that's these the things are cool. hiding in rocks or hiding I logs. Like a, I use like a size six or a size four hook so i mean you're i use relatively you know small hooks comparative to you know what you see for bat for bass fishing. yeah yeah okay dude i got when i do weedless you know this hook's freaking giant oh, yeah. and when i get them it's like it is engaged you know <laughs> and i mean i can depend on what i'm using for a pole you can just like drag them across the top of the water <laughs> boat if you want you know yeah, so you like can. learning all this stuff and just from hearing you guys talk about it and like the finesse that it takes or you know that you want like maybe i mean i'm assuming you maybe you like to use a small hook so it doesn't like the fish fish can't see it as easily i think i maybe. i think so i mean i i honestly i don't i don't know if there's any truth to that but yeah like i, I use I, I use black split shot you know little black i use black hooks anything i don't like anything that can create <laughs> like a glare you guys are like reloaders you know guys who reload bullets <laughs> you guys are all like that with your fishing setups it's well and, and you know and everybody's everybody does everybody does it differently yeah, you know yeah. I, I, some of the some guys that i fish with like put tons of split shots on their leaders and i'm like what in the hell are you doing but they're catching a ton of fish it's just how you know it's how it goes if you can i mean if you know how to read a water and you can kind of you know figure out if you were the fish where are you going to be sitting you know where's the best spot for you to be putting out the least amount of energy to get about you know the most food intake or whatever and and the guys that that can do that are are usually your guys that are going to go anywhere and, and catch, catch fish, fish and and that's just how it is and and you can tell that thing is someone will hit me up oh hey what are you doing and this and that and i'm like look man where are you fishing oh we're fishing this this area oh i'm fishing the same area and you're telling me you didn't hook any fish well we hooked you know me and a buddy went out and hooked 10. Mm-hmm. it's because they're not they're not properly reading the water so many people walk by stuff that holds steel at all the time and e- even me even me we fished i fished the, with a buddy would have been two saturdays ago and this little tiny pocket, I'm talking maybe five foot long, three foot wide, just, it was all gravel and just a dark hole. He's like, oh, you should, we should throw in there real quick. I'm like, dude, let's just float by it. We got a lot of ground to cover. He says, dude, throw that freaking bead in there. Throw the bead in there. Doesn't even, doesn't even go a foot. Bobber drains, <laughs> set the hook, big old steelhead. Oh, man. That's so cool. Fishing, yeah. That's the and same I, thing with whitetail, honey. I mean, think about... When you're hunting in the woods and you all of a sudden look over and like 60 yards away, you catch like a flash of a deer and you're like, oh, oh yeah. my gosh, you put your binos up. And you're like, okay, that's, that was a little buck. <laughs> okay. How many times has a big buck went by you? You had no idea. Oh, yeah. Or no, you walk by or you can only, you know, so that's what is like you said earlier, you know, you got to fish a spot where the fish are. And if they're absolutely. not there, you're not catching them. And the same thing, like with hunting, you got to find the spots where deer, you gotta put yourself in a good percentage, you know, good high percentage opportunity to get within bow range or within rifle range of a deer. Nope, absolutely. Same thing with a rabbit hunt too. Like I could go spend, I could walk six miles in some woods or close to where I rabbit hunt. If I don't go that 400 yards farther, I won't see a rabbit. 
you know, like <laughs> I could walk and walk and walk and never kick up a rabbit. Dogs never circle a rabbit. We'd be like, dude, we there's no rabbits in this area. Man. But we could have missed it by 400 yards. Thanks. We could have missed it by 200 yards. And then there's 10 rabbits in that, you know, 600 yard by 200 yard spot. Like that's, that's like you get to, when guys say this, like the beginners, like you have to, it takes time to learn these things. Oh, you, you have, have to, to put your seat time in. Yes. You have to find these little pockets. You have to be like, you know, yeah, you're excited. Like at first, you're like, oh my gosh, I, I shot something, or oh my goodness, my buddy said, you know, cast right here and I caught a fish. Like you don't know any of this stuff, but as you continue to do it, you got to progress and like right. understand why. Okay, why, hey, dude, why did you want me to cast that? Like, why did you think that was a good spot? Well, yeah, it's gravel, but there's a nice little dark hole. Like, why wouldn't a fish be there? So now it's like, right. oh, in the memory bank. Next time I see something nope, like that, absolutely. do the same thing. So, like, that's, that's the thing. It's hard to teach newbies. Like, you have absolutely. to, like, put in the time someone like you has put in a lot of time in the last few years so yeah oh, you're running into yes. fish and i'm sure the same thing like every fall i you know people reach out to me hey you know how's it you know oh man you're seeing deer i'm not seeing nothing or oh can i come shoot some deer on your property it's like <laughs> yeah like you know like that's the kind of thing that happens come shoot a deer off the property yeah always have that and, then, and there are sometimes like i have no problem like certain circumstances like yeah come help me you know let's go let's try to do something but guess what I don't always bring them to my best spot. Right. You know, I try to like bring them, I try to bring them to a spot that's like, Hey, here's like a very basic, like one-on-one. This is a, this could be a really good sit because of X, Y, and Z. We can get in there easy. You know, who cares if we're a little loud, you know, all these things. And, you know, there's a good chance that doe is going to probably come out. Let's shoot a doe, you know, like, and that's the same thing with fishing. Like I'm assuming like you guys are like, Hey, Oh yeah, come fishing with me. Let's kind of like, I'll break this down for you as like simple terms or whatever oh, it may 100%. be and you get the basics, but you have to put the time in to like 100%. to be good at it or to have more success. And that doesn't mean you're going to have, there's going to be years where you're going to get kicked in the balls, oh, like, you know, yeah. <laughs> like no matter what, but it, you just keep putting stuff in the memory. Bank. I think last, last year, I think I caught maybe 12 steelhead through October and November. Jeez, and you fish, caught ten at one time fish. this year, yeah. Uh, I know, and that, isn't that crazy? Yeah, this is one of them things, man. Mm-hmm. And you know what's crazy is like, I just floated the white a couple weeks ago, and I had been talking it up. I'm like, oh, it's fishing good, it's fishing good, it's fishing good, it's fishing good. Get my buddy to drive, you know, he almost two hours away, drives out, float that sucker, hook one freaking fish. One fish all day. <laughs> land is the fish. You like, land. Oh, that's why we love it. The whole time, man, we're flowing down and, and we're hitting these holes and we're hitting this hole and we ain't hooking nothing, hooking nothing, hooking nothing. And I'm like, dude, I'm so, you know, apologizing the whole way down the float. And he's all, I don't care. I was going to, you know, fish anyways and this and that. And it's yes. just, just one of them things, man. And they can, and it can, it can flip and not even 12 hours. They can, you can be hitting them all day, one day. And, you could float the exact same section of river the next nope. could be gone. It's and that's like the and you the, don't see that on Instagram or Facebook or no, whatever. You, you know, you don't see no. that. And that's ever. I know I'm not I'm I know we're preaching to the choir to guys who are serious about whatever aspect of the outdoors are and they get it. But like I know a lot of people listen, like I listen to podcasts to learn stuff, and like there's a lot of things I didn't know when I started right. listening to it. So I love having these conversations because yeah, just because you see, like right now, if you're to scroll through Facebook, all you see is giant bucks getting shot. Oh yeah, like it's all you see. You know, well, you're only seeing the big ones. You're not seeing the you know quite a right. few little ones. They're still getting shot, or all the people who 
I mean, have sat probably since opening day of gun season right. and they took their week vacation and they didn't see a deer. To didn't shoot. See anything. You don't see that. So that's nope. in, you know, that's just the way life is now. And I mean, yeah, I, I remember sitting so many hours and just being like never in the game. Like, so oh, I've, yeah. I've gotten so much seat time in, you know, chasing waterfowl, chasing rabbits, chasing squirrels, chasing whitetails that like nothing's came of it. I mean, and then, you know, I've, the, I don't ice fish because <laughs> I failed so bad when I was a kid trying to ice fish that it kind of ruined it for me. But right. because when I would go ice fish with my grandpa, you know, he would just hammer the fish. Like he'd right. absolutely hammer. He'd be like, yeah, do this. And I would do it. And I'm just like, yeah, whipping fish up. Like, this is great. I go try to do it myself. Can't catch a freaking fish because oh, I was, because yeah. I was drilling a hole in the middle of a lake that was 60 feet deep, trying to jig at 10 foot deep, you know, like <laughs> I did with my grandpa, just not knowing. So like, Anytime I can give someone the opportunity to be like, hey, like it takes time. You know, this is something that you guys got a lot of seat time in. You got to build on it. You'll have good years. You'll have good days. You'll have just terrible. Oh, but that's what makes it so much fun when you do connect. So 100%. That's the thing, too, is the, I think the biggest thing that the reason I think I'm so, in, you know, so enthused with the fishing is, you know, the fish are under the water. So no matter what, I'm not going to see them. So for mm-hmm. me, it's like, oh, okay. Maybe, you know, they're still, they're down there. I'll be back here tomorrow. You know yep. what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. And you're sitting and you're waiting and you can usually see them, depending on, for me, I'm sitting in a cornfield most of the time around there. Yep. The I can see them coming from miles away. I mean, the freaking fish, you'd come around a bend, see nothing, drop a, drop a bead in, boom, yep. fish. Dude, that's a great point because yeah. you're, you're, you're always in the game, you feel like like oh, you said always. you're that like Never deer know. you can be so discouraged so fast with like deer hunting or i mean dude I, i've been like oh my gosh guys we all need to goose hunt this field like tomorrow because there was 200 <laughs> of them there last night the anticipation level is at max capacity oh, yeah. and then by an hour in the daylight and there's not a thing flying you're like oh this oh, yeah. sucks like they're not here now they're like oh let's pack up and then you start right. packing up because you're discouraged because you don't give it a good opportunity, then that's when they all come. You know, like you know, stupid things a, like that. I've got a buddy. He's I, I don't know how he does it, but he's real freaking good at, at like chasing pods of fish around. He, you know, he's a guide, so he's on the water vast majority of the time. Anybody, he, he doesn't fish just you know he's all over. He fishes this river, this mm-hmm. river, this river. But for whatever freaking reason, man, he found he's able to once he finds a pot of fish, he's able to. It seems to me, and I could be completely wrong. Seems to me like he's able to follow that pot of fish around. And he's always, always catching, you know, five, six, seven fish. They're just, dude, guys are just good, man. Just, oh, dude. Well, and that's the next catching, level. He's catching five, six, seven fish and half a day float by himself. And it's like, what in the hell are you doing <laughs> on the same freaking bodies of water that I'm fishing? That you're doing it. And it's like, man, what the heck? Well, you got something to strive for, you know? Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Well, all right. Well, let's. I think we might kind of like slow this down, wrap it up. It's it's yeah. uh, getting there, but I do. This is a great conversation. And I yeah, do look no, forward to more. Man, but uh, I this is how I want to send you off on this to end this. I hope tomorrow <laughs> you get to go fishing and you're gonna hook ten fish and you're gonna land three. 
and you're going to be like, thanks, Nate. That's what's going to happen. Uh, right. I am going fishing tomorrow. It's about that. Like, oh, we'll have to keep okay. me up, keep me up to date on that. But yeah, I look forward yeah. to getting you on again too, because yeah, like I was saying, like this whole fishing thing, I'm just kind of like scratching the surface of stuff. You oh, know? Yeah. Like, there's so much more detail we can go into it, but oh, I, just, yeah. I find it very intriguing that people will do this instead of bow hunting or whitetail hunting, <laughs> you know, but here you talk about it. I mean, you got the same, you got the same passion for this that I do for whitetail. So like to me, I, it makes sense. I guess I can relate because you're, you're tore up with it and you know, you're waking up early, you're doing all these things, you're grinding <laughs> in the winter time. Like you, you love it. So, but no, I, uh, yeah, guys, thanks for listening to this episode of mission wild. And, uh, thank you, Shane, for doing this. And hopefully some people, uh, yeah, don't, you know, see the title of this fishing in November is probably what it's <laughs> going to be and give it a good listen. I mean, I gotta, you know, kind of take a break from whitetails a little bit. I mean, this conversation blew by and hopefully you guys enjoy it. <laughs> So, hey, thank you, Shane. appreciate it, man. Yeah, I appreciate it. Have a good one, brother. Hey guys, I just wanted to hop on at the end of this episode just to do a quick little reminder that the Michigan Wilds uh, shop, there's a 10% off uh, code that you can use uh, until the end of this month. So once this podcast drops, there'll only be a couple days left for that. But if you go to uh, michiganwild.hollercommerce.com, you can find the shop. It's also in the profile page of uh, the Instagram page, Michigan Wild Pod. So yeah, if you guys want to go check that out, uh, that website out before you uh lose out on that 10 percent off i know that you know there's a lot of little gifts you can get maybe for you know christmas presents that kind of thing i mean there's a whole wide range of all things outdoors i know this is kind of like a fishing podcast but like i i kind of was breezing through um some of the fishing and uh tackle and that kind of stuff and granted like i don't have like a good say on what good stuff is uh, fishing related because I'm just not really in that world. I mean, I rock an ugly stick. That's pretty much all we use. And you know, there's ugly sticks on there and there's a whole bunch of different brands. I mean, there's, you know, there's a lot of options for that. There's options for, you know, lures and tackle and all that kind of stuff too. But so to kind of go along with this episode, there are a lot of fishing things on there, but you know, for like me, I have like a couple things that I kind of like, um, on the main homepage, uh, that I kind of just, what I found, you know, on that website, you know, from binoculars, there's Vortex stuff on there. There's, you know, a Phantom Saddle from Tether. That's a saddle I've been, shoot, I've been using that saddle for, this is either my third, either third or fourth season I've used that Phantom Saddle. I think third season. Um, and then the, you know, the Predator platforms on there, that's the same platform I've used from day one. I mean, that's the first platform I bought uh, five years ago when I started saddle hunting. That's on there. And then a couple of the other accessories too that I like to use for all my, you know, hanging hunts, being mobile. And but then there's like simple things like the nineties um S binders. You know, those are kind of things that I use to hang, you know, stuff off my saddle. There's the gear ties. I mean, dude, I use a gear tie. That's all I use to get my sticks up a tree. I just use a gear tie on the side of my saddle. Works great. And then there's some, you know, there's like muck boots. Um 
And then I think a couple other things I'm trying to think off the top of my head. Oh, yeah, I do have like a there's like a, a simple outdoor edge knife, you know, release replaceable blades. Dude, that's a great Christmas present. I mean, I every day carry that knife. Um, and it works great for just everyday carry stuff. It works great for skinning deer. It works great for, I mean, I mean, clean rabbits, doing all that kind of stuff. I mean, I just have that knife on me all the time. You know, it's not necessarily a knife that I, you know, have in my pack to gut deer, but I mean, I, I guarantee you it can be used for that also. So it's a very versatile knife. You know, you get a pack of blades and it's super easy to replace. So yeah, if you guys don't mind, give that, give that shop a, a look, you know, when you're trying to find maybe gifts for yourself for Christmas or, you know, for family members, that kind of thing. And there's just tons of stuff. I mean, there's archery stuff, there's decoys, there's footwear, there's trail cameras, there's calls, um, there's camping stuff. I mean, ground blinds, there's GPS things. Um, you can get some backpacks and all that kind of stuff. So it's a great website. Lots of things you can maybe give a look and yeah, take advantage of that 10 off uh, code. Um, it's just, it's literally 10 off, 10OFF. And you can use that and get save 10%. But thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for supporting the show. 